Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. I'm Haley. Hey! Hi guys! We have been together all day We've been long. together all day long. It's been the best day ever. Should we tell them what we've been doing? Yes, we should tell them what we've been doing. Today we have taken over Big's Instagram. Yes, our studio. Big Power Yoga. And we took over their Instagram, which means that we have just been running around like two little peas in a pod all day long. Mm-hmm. What did we do today? Well, we both woke up and played with our puppies. Yes. And then we went to spin at noon. Mm-hmm. We span We span together. Spun? I don't know. <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. We went to spin, I guess we is how you have to, to spin. Um, and then we went and got acai bowls, and mm-hmm. now we're here podcasting. Yes. Which I'm really excited about. And, and then we're going to go to yoga, and then we're going to dinner. And then we're going to dinner. <laughs> so we'll literally spend the entire day together. <laughs> The best day. The best day. And it's sunny outside. The puppies are playing. Life is good. Yes. Life is very good. And um, we're so happy that we get to have this day together because, you know, a few months ago, this kind of day on a Monday would not have been possible. Would not have been possible. Not at all. I know. It, it is amazing that I said something on our She Inspires Instagram story. I was like, also, this is our day off. So it'll be a fun day for us. Yes. To have, I mean, mostly off um, for both of us. You teach a voice lesson later, but it mm-hmm. is our day off today. So it's a beautiful day. Yeah. It's a great day. And we have a two-parter. <laughs> we have a two-parter. We have a two-parter. And the first part, which we're recording today, is um, the moments we knew this is not this is not it and the second part is going to be the moments we knew this is it this is it like this is what's correct for me this is what's next for me this is what is is what's correct and then the moments when it was like "Mm -mm, nope no more no more so we're so excited about it we each have do we each have three I think three I have things? at least three things. Yeah, three things. Will you tell everybody how you, I'm really curious and excited because I haven't actually heard this from you specifically. Gina Marie came to me after, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. after a yoga practice the other day. I know it. You knew what this was it. Yeah. You're like, I know what we're talking about next. Will you tell us yes. what, what, what brought this so, about? So, you know, this happens to me every so often. I have these realizations in yoga. That's why yoga is so important to me is it really opens me up and it, allows me to receive things Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to like trying to create the things and like analyze the things and stress over the things. And I just had an amazing class. It was in Haley's class. It was in my class. class. It was. I just had an amazing class, amazing practice, and it gave way to opening and receiving. And I just knew, I was like, we need to talk about, because I know we both have had these moments in our lives. Yes. Where we like really, really know this is it. And moments when we really, really know this is not it. (laughs) That's so true. And we decided to start with the not it first. I think so. I think we are going to start with not it because that's the place to, sometimes you just know that 
It's not time. Absolutely. And there have been times in my life when I've known this is not it and not yet known what was it. Yes, that's okay. Exactly. And it's important because I think in jobs, in relationships, in cities, mm-hmm. and like certain things in life, we stay in it because we're like, well, we don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just time to let it go. Mm-hmm. To find something else. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about today. What the things that were not it and how we knew. Exactly. What's one you had, Gina Marie? Okay, so I have my three that I thought about. I actually also discovered these while in yoga. <laughs> and um, let me think about the order that I want to start with. Oh, let me start with, let me go in chronological order. <laughs> so the first knowing of this is not it. I went to a really prestigious musical theater school. It was very competitive. It was very cutthroat. Was it high school? Sorry, sorry, this was college. College, yes. This was college. And um, it was probably one of the most challenging experiences on just like who I am and my gifts and my talents that I've ever, ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And um, so my senior year, there was this thing called the showcase, which was a big deal. It already sounds daunting. The showcase. The showcase. And we would, uh, those that would be in the showcase would go to New York and you would perform for New York agents and you would get an agent, hopefully. And then going to New York City with an agent just makes life a million times mm. easier. A million times easier. You don't have to wait through cattle calls. You don't have to go to just, you know, um, Open calls, you'd have to wait all day, mm-hmm. you get appointments. Mm-hmm. That was the goal. So I auditioned for the showcase, and my time at OCU was challenging because I never felt like I was really recognized. And I also know that like my gifts and talents kind of peaked later than everyone else's. And so I had a lot of insecurities. And so the showcase comes up. I audition, I give the best that I have, I felt really good about it, actually, and um, I didn't make it, and that was really hard, and it was really embarrassing, and um, it was one of those moments when I realized to myself, like, this is how this path will be over and over again. Yes. This kind of rejection, this kind of heartache, this kind of... Um, of limiting belief in myself and mm-hmm. just like and and not trusting who I am and what I have to give and so I knew right then and there this is not it mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is I still moved to New York and I still went to the auditions however I never told anyone this but I knew from that moment on that I was really just going through the motions and that it was not the path for me mm-hmm. and so then two years after my time in New York as when I went back to school and I got my master's in music education and now I've been in, in teaching. Um, but it was a real moment for me. And I remember my best friend Lizzie also didn't make it, which is insane because Lizzie's ridiculously talented. And um, it really took a toll on her and it mm-hmm. really hurt her more than it hurt me. And I think it was because of this realization that I had had. Yes. Where I was like, okay, got it. Yes. Like, it was still it for her. Yes. And it was still it for her. Yes. For me, it was like, it, it hurt. However, 
I realize this is not it. This yes. is not my path. And I'm not going to be somewhere where people don't see mm-hmm. who I am and what I have to give. Why do you think you still moved to New York and kept auditioning? I moved to New York because New York is where I always wanted to be. I mean, when mm-hmm. I was a little girl, we used to go, and I would tell my parents, I'm going to live here. I'm going to live here. And I think moving to New York was more just living in New York. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the performing and the auditioning, as I had come so far, and I still loved it. I still loved it. However, I wasn't really just ready to tell my truth about it like how this is not it anymore so I was kind of just going along and getting the strength and the courage Mm -hmm. to tell myself and tell out loud that I'm not doing this anymore you know I was like you're saying it's like almost you know like you said getting the strength and the courage and like finding the correct timing Mm-hmm. For yourself to do that, one of the ones that I have that, like, when I knew it wasn't it is I was working for a law firm and title company, and then my job after I left that job and I started working for a bank, and, I mean, y'all, if I'm being real honest with myself, I knew within the first hour really that that was not it for me. Wow. I remember, that. you know, going into the office and the people... We're great. Yeah, like, it, it was a good job. It was a stable job. And, and I walked in there, and I knew. I knew. Mm. Gina Marie walked in there one time when I was there, and she was like, this. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that? I totally forgot I went to Haley's office. Yes. That was not it. No, it was not. And Gina Marie was like, this is where you spend all of it your It didn't days. even look like you. No. To be honest. No. I didn't fit in there it at all. It didn't have a look, now no. that I think about it. Very beige. Very potato. Oh, yeah. It was very, very neutral. Mm-hmm. And though, you know, and and though what I was convincing myself of is that, like, I needed to have a job. Yeah. And I needed to have a, and I didn't know what was my passion or my calling or where I wanted to be. And though, I li- I mean, I'm telling y'all, for, it was like the moment I walked in, I knew it wasn't mm. it. And I knew it in my gut and I knew it in my heart. And though, I did have the discipline to stay and I knew it was correct for me though to stay and learn what I needed to learn there mm-hmm. and, I, and I ended up staying there for three and a half almost four years um you know and I would go in every day and do the job that I knew I needed to get done there and then I'd pretty much go to yoga mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and I go to yoga and I um you know that job funded a lot of my education to support me to where I am today mm-hmm. and I thought about that because of what you were saying you know like you being in New York like you needed to be there and mm-hmm. keep learning and growing and expanding and then it came to a point where I was like okay now it's time and yes. now it's time to move on and so um you know for me too it was like having the discipline to stay because I knew that that was where I needed to be at that time mm-hmm. and then it got to a point though where towards the end of you know my time at the bank I knew every day that I needed to leave. Mm-hmm. Now, the sooner the better for me and for everybody. I mean, how many days was that? That I stayed? Yeah. I mean, I left in June, and I probably was, like, planning my trip to Europe and knew when, when I was going to be traveling mm-hmm. and leaving in, like, January or February. Yeah. Early in the year. Maybe even Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> November, December. 
Um, and I knew that that's what I, I wanted to go and travel through Europe for two months. So I started planning and creating. And, and what's so interesting is even though it was not a year before that, that I, I didn't know for sure that I would be like quitting my job. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting how, how life happens and how we make choices and how our, our, our plans and quotate my air quotes that I'm putting up here shift and change. Yeah. And so, yeah, and, and I knew, though, that... Because one thing I do know is that I needed to pay rent. Yes. Yeah, I needed to pay rent, and so I stayed. And, though, it, then it was very clear that, okay, it's time. No more than June. Like, I'm I'm complete. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting how some moments of this um, last longer than others. So, for us, for both of these, like, we stayed in it. Yes, you know, we knew it wasn't it, but we stayed in it a yes. little longer. My next one is act, like actually, I knew immediately, and I was like, "Run, <laughs> run, run, <laughs> run away!" <laughs> so when I was in New York, I had this best guy friend, and um, we acted more like boyfriend girlfriend. And the lines got very twisted, and it was very confusing, and um, and really uh, unhealthy, and mm-hmm. you know. And so I remember we had this night where we went out, just the two of us, and um, I mean it was it was kind, it was very romantic. It was like a date, like we were at this fancy little bar restaurant in New York and I remember we were sitting on, on the bar stools and having a great time having some wine and walked home and I remember a homeless man on the street was like y'all are such a good couple and I was thinking in my mind like wow even the even strangers see that we're a great couple like this is amazing he's gonna see it too soon so we went to his apartment and um I got the courage to tell him that I liked him. Mm. And um, I told him, I was like, I like you and I like you a lot. And he said, well, I like you and I like you a lot. And I was like, amazing. This is magical. This is it. Like, awesome. So the next morning, I um, came back over to see him because I was giving him his Christmas gift. It was like Christmas time or something. And, um, I said, you know, I'm so glad that I was able to share that with you. It's something that I've been like thinking about a lot and but I was afraid to tell you. And he was like, yeah, um, we need to talk about that. And I was like, okay. He said, I shouldn't have told you that I like you. And I definitely shouldn't have told you that I like you a lot. And I was like, what? And in that moment, I was like, get out of this apartment run like leave (laughs) so sure enough I looked at him and I said thank you for telling me that we will no longer be in each other's lives goodbye left my gift on his dresser sprinted out of there ran down second avenue like I was on a mission and never Saw him again. Never talked to him again. That takes courage. Mm, it was crazy. I remember it like it yes. was yesterday. I mean, that takes courage because I'm impressed, Gina Marie. You know, and that's actually how 
in my experience with, when I look back at literally all of my past boyfriends, like when I'm done and we're done, we done. Mm-hmm. Like I do not talk to them again. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like blocking them. No, there's no let's be friends. Like no boy, bye. Like what? I, and you know, and I do that mostly to protect my own heart. Of course. Because I cannot, no, there is none of this mm-hmm. half. We're kind mm-hmm. of talking, kind of not mm-hmm. talking. And I have girlfriends who have like been able to be friends. I don't actually know how like successful that is, but no, I'm, I'm cold done. And I remember though, vividly, this boy that I was with, it was after college, right after I graduated college, but he was still in college. It was a mess. And though I remember the night that he told me almost the same thing. Like he was like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship with somebody. And he was like, I'm still in college and I just want to be in college. And I was like, I respect that. And I get that. Except what that's when I knew what I should have done was open the car door and get the F out. <laughs> what I, I did instead was sit my butt in that car seat and, like, talk about it. I know. And I remember, like, that pit in my stomach that was like, Haley, move your legs, move your legs, move your legs. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I couldn't. I know. Because I knew when I got out, like, that was... That was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was going to be done. That was it. And I, <laughs> I remember we lived in San Antonio. I lived in a house with, like, six of my girlfriends. All of them are in the windows. Like, we're parked outside my house, and all these girls are in the windows just, like, looking, watching, waiting. And, oh, my God, we sat in that car for so long. It was ridiculous. I needed to run out of that car. And, though, I remember when I finally did get the courage, because it took courage just to, like, leave. And he, he wasn't in a place either to be, like... Okay, it's like it's time. Right. And like, we done this is over. Like we don't even talk about like he was talking like it was just a mess. I remember I like walked I've never loved my girlfriends more. I remember I walked in the house and my my girlfriend Kier says she just looked at me and her arms opened and she mm. just like grabbed me. And it was just like and it was like looking at that is the moment where like, yes, these are my people, this mm-hmm. is it. He is not. Right. And though it's um when you know, you know. Like I knew I just didn't Act upon leaving mm-hmm. and getting my butt out of that situation fast enough. Mm-hmm. I know it was it was crazy, and I just I just knew in that moment I was like, uh, "This is not it. He's not it. And if you stay, you will regret it. You will be, you'll be ripped apart." And yes. and so and I remember he sent me a text like later that day, like acting like everything was fine. And I just straight up ignored him. Mm-hmm. I ghosted him like you wouldn't even believe. <laughs> you ghosted before ghosting was a he thing. He does follow me on Instagram and Facebook, though. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> He's married now, and I'm happily married now, and I would, you know. All it's is like, well. All it's is fine. Well. In the time, though. Nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I was so mad. What's your next one? What is my next one? Oh, well, we can talk about this one. Um, I gotta hear more. When I, I'm really into this now. More <laughs> into it. When oh well, I keep on relationships for now. I um, this is recently in Houston. I was a f- not that recently, mm-hmm. huh? Well, like fall of last yeah. year. Like, fall of last year, I um met a guy in person, not even on Tinder or on any yeah. dating, and I was like, and that was like win number one. I was like. 
Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> met him like old school in exactly. person. Exactly. And um, met him and he asked me out on a date and I was like, okay, we went on a date and and we ended up going and like walking around and like having like an outdoorsy kind of date and then he was like, okay, want to go to dinner? And I was like, sure. Um, you know, we got to dinner and we got into this restaurant and, and we sat down to have a drink and I remember sitting down. I knew this then. This is different. We can talk about this. There's two things that I knew in that moment. One thing, I knew it was time for me to leave. Like, I should not have said yes to dinner because I was at my capacity. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. being out with someone. Yes. Like, we had already spent a couple hours together. Too long. It was too long. Like, I knew, and I was hungry, and oh, I was no. tired, and oh, we had no. to wait to get seated. And I remember as soon as I sat down in that bar, so I was like, I should leave. Yes. Like, I, I kind of, like, politely dismissed myself. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. Let's go out again another time. So that was one thing. Like, I knew that, and I was like, okay. And though I, I tried to, like, sucker through it, like, push through. Mm-hmm. So you'll have food soon. Then we sat down at the table, and I remember we sitting having dinner. It was normal, like, normal conversation. And then this is the moment where I was like, this is not <laughs> it. He, at this restaurant, in the middle of the thing, pulled his chair up alongside me and oh, started yeah. massaging my, like, hand and my forearm. It's just in the middle of dinner. Oh, And no. I was, like, looking around, like... <laughs> Wait, was your food there, by the way? Yes! So you couldn't even eat. I mean, I could eat with my arm. right hand. Oh, no, no, But he no, had my no. left hand. No, I need both of my hands available. But he didn't eat with all of my limbs, okay? Oh, my God. But I remember yeah. thinking it was so, like, it just was not in line with who I am and what I, like, I was just like, there oh. may be other people out there and listeners, y'all may disagree with me and that's fine. Like, y'all may think that's sweet and kind. I was no. like, no hands off me brother oh my god and it was our first like we had first time ever hanging out or seeing each other and I remember in that moment being like this is not he is not it for me this is not like this is not it and you were hungry he's lucky you didn't bite off his arm (laughs) you're right that is crazy I remember you telling me about that, but now hearing that, I didn't realize. Well, all it's because I tried to downplay. It yeah, a I didn't bit. realize all of what was going on. <laughs> that is strange. I just tried to make it not a big deal because I was like, well, and I remember like at a table in the middle of the restaurant too. It wasn't like we we're in a corner oh, hiding no. somewhere. And I remember being like a little like looking around, like, oh my god, Wait, can what you is tell happening? Us what restaurant? I need to visualize. I don't even know. I couldn't even remember. Was, uh, is it's it, some Italian restaurant. Is it big? Is it small? Like a medium size, but like a nice restaurant. Oh, I remember no. them being like chandeliers there. Oh gosh. And like a little white tablecloth. You know, it was like a night, and the waiter was really attentive and kind. It's not it. No. Not it. And I didn't listen. I went out with him a couple more times, and, and I it knew stronger than not it. Yes. And I was overriding myself because I was in. I was. Letting other people mm-hmm. <laughs> rule my life. Haley, you should be dating. Haley, you should be. Yes. Give him a chance. Maybe yes. it's just like, you know, and so I was trying to live from, okay, maybe I'll just give it a chance. Maybe and I, I knew. And that's when I was like, no, I'm going to listen to me. And I'm going to keep on oh my God. moving forward there. But I knew that immediately that was not it. That is not it. That is not it at all. Never going to be. No. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think the strong, my strongest um, 
this is not it. And I'll tell you, I think it's gotten stronger as I've gotten older. Yes. Do you feel that way? Do you yes. feel like that knowing has gotten yes. stronger? Absolutely. So maybe, when was this? Two years ago? Three years ago, I was teaching in a very prestigious mm. private school here in Houston. And I had been there for three years. And I loved it. It was my job straight out of grad school. I love my students. I still love my students. Mm -hmm. Like I think back on certain moments with them and it was just amazing. However, the administration was a mess, a mess. And, um, they would tell me things and then they would straight up do the opposite, which was really frustrating and really disheartening because it was a Christian school. And so I was like, wait a minute, what are we preaching here? Mm -hmm. Like, what is, this is not in line with what I thought I was going to get myself into. And, um, so they had offered me to renew my contract and they were, you know, talking it up, talking it up. But there was something in my contract that was different than the years past. They wanted me to take on, um, directing the musical, which at prestigious high schools in Houston is a another job. Like yes. you might as well like shut down your life for a few months. You're going to be at the school from 7.30 in the morning until at least 9 o'clock, 10 mm -hmm. o'clock at night. And I just wasn't ready for that. I didn't want that because in, at that time of my life, I was looking for my partner. I was trying to figure out how to teach yoga, how <laughs> it, you know, like all these things. And um, so I said, you know, I, I don't think that that's going to work for me. And they were like, well, it's going to have to. And they pretty much um, – bullied me into believing that if I didn't do that, I was going to be out of a job. And, um, every day I would walk in that school and it was like a different school. I saw it in a different light. Um, people would lie straight to my face and they would start rumors about, um, about me and my teaching style and all kinds of things. And I sat down with the head of the school and I brought something up to his attention and he denied it in front of my face. And in that moment, I was like, this is not it. I can't mm -hmm. be here anymore. And yes, this is my job. Yes, this is how I support myself. And honestly, I will pick up shifts anywhere I have to to not be here. Because I cannot surround myself with people that will attack who I am mm -hmm. and attack what I'm supposed to be doing. And I had to get out of there. Mm -hmm. I had to get out of there. And so I told him, I was like, sorry, I'm not going to do it. And they um, said bye. Yeah. And, they and they let me go. And it was heartbreaking. And it was so upsetting. And it was emotional. And I still have trouble um, walking in that building. And I have to go over there a lot. And I, I teach some of my students private voice. And being with them is, like, amazing. However, I'm still really hurt by it. And, um, it, cause it felt like an attack on my character and on my, um, life's purpose. Mm -hmm. And I had never felt that way before. So it was very hard. Yeah. I think it's hard. Sucked. It's hard too. When you feel like you're not being seen and heard mm -hmm. and there's nothing like there's just nothing. I remember even when I was at the bank, I, my experience is that I was working really hard and my department was busting their asses mm -hmm. to work hard and get stuff done. And 
and the higher up administration just wanted to give us more and more mm-hmm. and more. And mm-hmm. I could like I couldn't get through to them to feel heard for myself and my team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what was actually happening? And no support for you. No. Like it's not like they were offering me more money. It's not like they were offering Mm-mm. to like assist in some of my daily uh requirements they were just like ah, this is what you're doing mm-hmm. we don't really care mm-hmm. and um so it was an it was really hard times however I know that being there or not being there sorry is a huge blessing yes you have now developed you know since then moved forward yes. in a lot of things in your life and they can't hold a teacher in that position mm-hmm. so that is encouraging me to know that like it because sometimes I do wonder if, like, maybe it was me. No, it wasn't me. Mm-mm. This is not it. That Mm-mm. was not it. Not it for you. Not at that time yeah. in that place where you were. Yeah. And, you know, maybe another time in your life you'll take on a musical. Yeah. And you'll do that full force. And, though, not that one. No, not that one. No. Not that one. I had uh, one that... I remember vividly for myself when I knew that it was not it. This is kind of, I'm kind of segueing into our next, our second part, like when it is it. But there was a time when I was living in San Antonio. I went went to school in San Antonio. So I went to Trinity University in San Antonio. And then I stayed there after I graduated. And I stayed there for three years, I think, Mm -hmm. three or four years after I graduated. And almost four years. Because I think I moved here in 2014. And though I remember being in San Antonio and having this such a strong sensation that it was time for me to no longer be in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I was complete with the city. Right. I was done. With, and San Antonio is a beautiful place and I was done with it. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that was not the city for me. Like yes. It was time for me to move on. Yes. And, um, you know, that one is so... I'm so grateful for that because I hold that very close to my heart because it was from knowing that San Antonio was not it Mm -hmm. that I knew Houston was it. Yes. And I remember, I remember this one so vividly because I made a choice one day and I said, I'm moving to Houston. Mm -hmm. And people said, why? Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. I actually have no (laughs) idea. And I remember people were like, have you been there before? And I was like, no. I literally had never been here. I didn't know. I I knew a couple of girlfriends from college here. But other than that, and I just had such a strong gut sensation that, like, Houston was it. Yes. And, like, now looking back, it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, 100% was. And that was from... Sometimes being pretty miserable in San Antonio for a little bit. Not out of anyone else, just my own misery yes. being like feeling stuck. Yes. Um mm-hmm. and knowing that that was not that was not where I wanted to stay anymore. Right. And then it's like where do I go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where from here? And so even those times like you were talking about with your school and it's like the times when things seem challenging and there's hardship and we're like this is cuz most of the time at least on black spirits to know when it's not it, it's never a fun experience. Mm-mm. Like, I don't know that any times that I've known, like, this is not it, I've been like, oh, It can great. be very painful. Very painful. hmm Especially when that thing has occurred like it is it for a long time. Yes. Like your job. Or yes. a relationship. Yes. Or a city. 
and then it's time to time to move forward and it is it's painful and emotional Mm -hmm. and though correct yeah yeah I mean I and I know that there's other times in my life when I felt that too felt that something is not it and felt when something is it and I am kind of loving like sinking back on it because it's Mm -hmm. giving me a lot of insight Mm -hmm. you know and just knowing now when I do feel those kinds of feelings I need to really listen yes Intuition is so strong. Yes. Wow. This is a great episode. We feel good about it. <laughs> Hope y'all love episode. it. <laughs> hey, will y'all let us know if you like this episode? Will you write us a review, please? Will you message us? Message us. Tell us when you knew something was not yes. it for you. And we'll give you part two very soon. Part two is coming in hot. We love you we guys. We love you. Bye.